Okay, everybody, we start the show. We're going to talk about the film Seven. Yes. yes. David but David Fincher. Fincher. Yeah. We're joined again by Matthew Talon. Yes. Yeah. Because hey. I was like, we're going to talk about Seven. Yeah. A sick, twisted film. <laughs> Who could we possibly get? Yeah. His mind is depraved enough. <laughs> yeah. Who better? To capture yeah. both John Doe and Kevin Spacey rolled into one. <laughs> yeah. Someone who would like look at like the John Doe plan and be like lame. Yeah. <laughs> what a simp. I could do something way bit more original. <laughs> it was a little bit lame as planned. It I is pretty movie. lame. It's pretty lame. Like yeah. we're we're gonna go through the whole film, okay? okay? Step by step. But let's just say to start, Seven is a good film. But John Doe's plan is so boring. It's so boring. What? The uh, killing? The whole thing's like, they'll remember this for years. Yeah, yeah. And basically, oh, you cut off a woman's head. Yeah. Why should I care? Yeah. He should have just Have you killed- seen Tiger King? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and Brad Pitt is not, like, wrath. He doesn't get angry in the rest of the movie until the very, very end. You know, because like, gluttony uh, he kills. I would say that he is, because he's kind of like the young hot-tempered he's always like come on let's go let's fucking get this guy he's young and yeah, hot-headed but the yeah. gluttony guy is the fattest man who has ever yes, been born he's very fat yeah and yeah. like the lawyer guy is like the most evil lawyer in the yeah. world and then brad pitt like kind of loses his temper <laughs> yeah. well well he's just like hey that wasn't nice yeah become wrath um, imagine if he was just really annoyed with going to paltrow <laughs> he has to pretend like oh oh you cut her head off we'll have to listen to her talk about her rocks spoilers yeah that's oh. what i was thinking he should have just killed Gwyneth Paltrow at the start of the movie because she embodies like all of the seven deadly sins <laughs> and like 30 more God couldn't <laughs> even think of. Well, look, we're going to go to. I have a few problems with the film. Now, I like the film a lot. Now, you watched it recently, Matthew? Yeah, I watched it on like. And Thursday. you haven't watched it? Not since. recently, but I've seen it uh, a few times. You watched so it I'm for your me, first communion, it. didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, I was uh, made to sit down and watch it as like. Um, don't, no way. Don't, no. <laughs> that would be great. That would be cool. No, I wouldn't put it past them. But no, no. In <laughs> fact, the uh, the rhetoric that was shoved down my throat was a lot more alarming than the movie Seven. But anyway, hey. Yeah. That's seven, a whole other episode. Seven seems pretty woke compared to like... It's <laughs> <laughs> just a monon priest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's start off the movie Seven. Yes. David Fincher. Yeah. Um, we should start a bit of background to the film, okay? Oh, okay. So the film Seven... Yeah. was written by a man who worked in Tower Records. Okay. okay. Nice. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still lives with his mom, kind of... Uh, he's angry. Angry at the world. Yeah, yeah and he's it, like... Yeah, it's, it, really, the movie Seven is the most successful manifesto that's ever been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he... he <laughs> Instead of releasing it online, he got it commissioned by Hollywood. He had to deal with all these fucking annoying customers. He's like, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> don't know the difference between jazz and uh, R&B <laughs> fucking don't know new metal <laughs> okay so he wrote this script okay and he got a shopped around Hollywood yeah okay. now the producers changed it for a more classic ending didn't like the head in the box ending they didn't like that no I didn't like that at oh, all I think yeah. that makes sense there's not that many head in a box endings that's not how like back to the future ends oh. or something <laughs> that's not like a big blockbuster <laughs> Yeah, it's like I went back in time Marty and- it happened again I just couldn't help myself uh, yeah. he keeps going back in time yeah. to save it over and over but it was okay just- back in the day it was okay in the 50s like uh, uh, cut a girl's head off near the malt shop like yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so so there was two endings. Okay, right. there was a head in the box ending, and then a more traditional thing like a car chase kind of ending. Okay, and they catch him, and you know. And all right. And what happened is they were want David Fincher to direct this. Okay, right, right. And they sent him by accident the wrong. Script. script yeah okay. they sent him oh, the dark version the yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and then he was like I and then he's like this. i'm only doing this right. i won't do the other version right and because they had like i think they already kind of got like they want like oh we'll get like brad pitt and morgan freeman sure because they had them on the side and brad pitt and morgan freeman both like no we want to do the head in the box ending okay yeah. Right, yeah. right 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 then the studio were like fine let you do it and so like was this his this is his second film the only film yeah. he's done before that was alien 3 it right? seems weird that he had that clout to do that because alien 3 was a bomb yeah it was, well yeah it's because he had pitt and freeman on his side okay i see on his own he wouldn't though. yeah well he yeah, was yeah. big like he he did the vogue video that was probably the biggest video That's of all true, time actually, he worked with yeah. madonna and nine inch nails like he definitely people saw he had talent yes okay. and like alien 3 even though i watched it recently it's not good no. And I yeah. watched the assembly cut, which is meant to be the good version, oh, okay. and it's still not good. It does look nice, and yeah. I think most people involved would understand, like, yeah, they started the film without, a, with, like, nine different scripts, and they kept yeah, changing it. Because yeah, it seems yeah. cool. He would be very good at making, like, an alien movie. Yeah. Well, he said, like, making Alien Tree was like being raped or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he literally said it was like having, like, colon cancer or something like that. Like, wow. he said something, wow. yeah. He said it was like the worst experience like ever. Being raped by colon cancer. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, and then the colon cancer, something comes out of his mouth and goes like, ah! <laughs> yeah. But like, so like, they were like, look, this guy's worked with Madonna. Sure. And aliens. And aliens. Yeah. Two terrifying <laughs> creatures. <laughs> which Truly is which? Yeah. So maybe he can do seven. Yeah. So, and before they cast Pitt and Freeman. Yeah. There's a few other people they were thinking of. Okay. Uh, Denzel Washington turned it down. Really? He said the script was too evil. Oh, really? Yeah. For which role was he going to be cast? The Brad Pitt role? I think, yeah, the younger. Yeah, he would have been about that age. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Pacino. Pacino oh. would have been great. That would have been great, yeah. As the yeah. Freeman role? Yeah. He turned it down to do a film called City Hall. City Hall. City Hall. Yeah. The, of course, we all big City Hall cinematic fans. Cinematic masterpiece that My is City Hall. My favorite movie. Yeah, That's yeah. Pacino's best, I think. <laughs> Yeah. That and... Yeah. City Hall. Him and John Cusack. Oh, okay. I think is the mayor and... Mayor's son or something like that. <laughs> it is amazing how after The Godfather 3, Al Pacino just com- loses all taste in what project yeah, he's going to yeah. pick. Yeah, it's true. Well, he gave up acting for like four years, four or five years. Really? I think he gave up acting for like a lot longer than that. But uh... No, uh, uh, well, I get yeah. you're, you're trying to be mean here. Oh, okay. I, that <laughs> yeah, was I thought that's what we yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, Sa- you're familiar yeah, with that? Trying to take you? down Al Pacino. That make you feel big, does that's it? <laughs> That's a real comedian right there. You could learn a thing or two. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm tearing yeah. down all the golden eyes. Yeah, every time Matthew makes a joke. <laughs> all the sacred cows. Every time Matthew makes a joke, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, that isn't true. Is yeah. that irony? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> uh, you're not playing by the rules of yeah. the podcast. And one other person that they were considering for like a minute. Yeah. Stallone. Oh, that, that would not have been good. Yeah. No. Wait, as Kevin Spacey or... Uh, no, no, no. As <laughs> one oh, the like, oh, this guy's really fat. Uh, you got to work out. You got to be tough. I'm a tough guy. See my arms? I ain't no fat guy, all right? And that broad, she wouldn't suck killed it. So I killed her. What are you going to do? Oh, well, life gives you lemons, you got to uh, fight back, you know? Uh, no, I think they wanted him as like the pit role. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would not have worked. Now, for John Doe... What they really wanted to get, who they really wanted to get, Kilmer. 
Val oh. Kilmer. That would have been. That I think that could work. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. Val Kilmer, I think, is better than any of the movies he ever did. I think yeah. that would have been cool if he was a weird serial killer. We need one like film like that. Val Kilmer back in his prime. Not yeah, now. Not yeah. now. No. 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 He can't even no, talk. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not the Snowman. Okay. The snowman. <laughs> yeah. Is that a Kilmer movie? That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, one that came out like three years ago. All oh, right. That's yeah. bleak. Yeah. But uh, so that was who they're trying to get. But eventually they ended up with. What the perfect choice is yeah. Pitt Freeman uh, they, they got them at the right time yes I think yeah. they work very well in yeah. the movie like it's, yeah right before Freeman kind of became like a self parody almost yes, yes. it's when yeah. he was acting yeah um, and it's it's kind of interesting how like this film does not feel like it came out in 95 no what do you mean like it can't you feel like it came out later if you told me 2003 yeah i'd believe it because yeah. i think it helps as well that the two ma- the three people main people in are people that don't really age yeah mm, well true. well at kevin spacey <laughs> arguably <laughs> he has aged somewhat yeah. yeah not like a fine wine yeah uh, but anyway yeah i get what you just mean just the look of it well, as well yeah, i think that like everyone around like 2012 or something was making movies that look like david fincher movies yeah. like yeah, house of cards yeah. when that was really big yeah again yeah, yeah. you know well, the great I think the color grading really helps in the way it's made, and um, yeah, like it is. It's very gloomy and like it's always raining. It's kind of like aesthetically, it has similarities to like Blade Runner. You know what I mean? There's like a real claustrophobic feel just from the visuals. Yeah. It feels like you're just kind of uh, in this horrible dirty dank city that's just riddled with crime you know what i mean it's incredibly well made it's weird because you go from this film yeah to the game yeah <laughs> which feels like it was made in like 91 yeah okay yeah. and then fight club which actually i would if you told me like he made fight club and then seven, seven. i'd believe yes. it Fight Club okay. feels like a first movie or something it feels very like... well it feels very 90s yeah because yeah. it, well, it is like but it is, like yeah the uh, the title of Seven is very dated. I feel like that's the, something that would own the, the Seven and thing. Yeah, would, oh, yeah. No, it's that's, actually spelled with a seven. That's so awesome. It's we talk so about. awesome. <laughs> that is literally. It's like the cover of like a, a an album from Papa Roach or something. Yeah. Yes. They have like the number seven in the word. Yeah, a just, depressed seven yeah. year old would come up. But with no, that. just think of a guy working in Tower Records. Okay, he writes the word Seven. And he's like. Wait a minute. He puts the seven instead of E, and he's like, I quit. It's like a beautiful mind. The Russell Crowe character just appears in front of yeah. him, like, ah. You walk into his office, and he just has a bunch of sevens. Yeah. He's putting it in different places. What about the end? And I'd like to think that he just came up with the title first. Yeah. No script. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> the rest will come later on. <laughs> this thing will write itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's start, with the, let's start with the film, okay? Okay. So we start off with Morgan Freeman. He's a cop, and he's a little bit compassionate still. Yeah. Like, one of the very first scenes is uh, there's like two dead parents, okay? Yeah. And uh, Morgan Freeman's like, oh, did the kids see their dead corpses? Yes. The other cop's like, why the fuck do I care? <laughs> what do I care? The cops some little this, yeah. He's Jesus. the meanest cop. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why do I give a fuck? <laughs> why, ask me questions. Hey, tell you what, they're toughing the kid up, all right? He's character <laughs> building. I saw my parents get fucking whacked. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. They were in the North Tower. Oh, wait, that ain't even happened yet, and I don't give a fuck. I'm not supposed right? to say that. I'm not supposed hey, to give it away. Calzone over here. It will be funny because he gives a whole, like, who gives a fuck, okay? Why should I care if the kid sees his dead parents? Funny <laughs> if the kid was just standing there. <laughs> Hey, welcome to big school. <laughs> the punk. kid calls Morgan Freeman a pussy. 
<laughs> okay, so yeah. But the kid, Morgan Freeman's like, we gotta, you know, he's still got a bit of compassion. Yeah, yeah. I think he says that he makes a really lame joke as well. He's like, uh, a crime of passion. And he's like, yeah, look at all that passion on the wall. Yeah. Ooh. And they're like, that's not what it means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a homicide detective. Yeah. You make that joke every time. <laughs> yeah. He's working his five minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so then he meets his new partner. Partner, I mean, yeah, Brad Pitt. Yes, it's like I gotta work with this guy, sexy Brad Pitt, fresh off uh, Meet Joe Black. You ever seen that? I have not. I've seen the one clip of it with the car. Awful, but anyway, is that what made him famous? That was kind of like his first like big starring role because obviously his first movie was like Thelma and Louise, and he takes his shirt off, and everyone is like. That kid's gonna be a star. Hello. Yeah, and so like Micho Black, what is he like an angel or something really dumb like he that? He gets hit by a car in it. I know I seen that one scene. I think he comes back like as a, like an angel from heaven or some stupid shit. I think like he that. is dead. I oh, think he's Joe dead. Black he is he's, dead. Oh, right. And he befriends an old man. Yeah. And the old yeah. man's like, Maybe I can teach you a thing or two. Yeah. Uh, and then like you know they play checkers and you know. <laughs> <laughs> play yeah, a game of checkers. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's him and Brad Pitt now. Yeah. Freeman and Pitt. Yeah. Their first case, death by spaghetti. <laughs> That's right. Big old fat guy. Now, what I like in this film is these are silly. The guy yes. was killed with spaghetti. Yeah, he was yes. force fed spaghetti, and he's got like his feet are tied together with like razor wire. It's very. It's very gross. Like, he is morbidly obese. He's a really fat guy. He's dead. Face down in a bowl of spaghetti with a, like razor wire tied up. He's all veiny and shit. It's very unpleasant to look at. So let's rate the sins, okay? okay. As we go along, okay. Who do we think that deserved it the most? Or uh, that and also like <laughs> who car- was it carried out the best? Like yeah, it's I, a, it's a, uh, just all together. Like that's the only one that you can start with. I think is because it's the only one that like you can actually understand what it means now. I don't know what the fuck wrath is unless I watch. Yeah, seven. yeah, and visually, it's a good way to get the attention. Yes, like. it definitely does. Yeah. Like it leaves an impression, and like it's even it's very like. Um, isn't there like a different bucket one for shit and piss and puke or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's silly. Yes, it's what they treat it. Very seriously. Yeah, they treat it like another case of death by spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) These spaghetti crimes need to stop. (laughs) Through the roof in this precinct. Okay, and uh, we uh, meet um, this captain, Orly Yermy. Oh, yeah, 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 Yeah. from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, who's great. Yeah, he's really good in this. But he's not even, he's not like... um, like a caricature or like over the top like he is in Full Metal Jacket. He's yeah. actually legit acting is in this. Is he the like, fucking drill sergeant from yeah, Full, Metal yeah. Full Metal Jacket? I was yeah. wondering where I You would never him. think that because he's not screaming. No, no. He's, it's a very uh, like reserved, understated performance. Yeah, he's, the movie yeah. is full of the... The Shaft is the district attorney. Yeah. And fucking John C. McGinley is in it. Yes, it's great. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John C. McGinley's great as well. John C. McGinley, <laughs> he just yells. The he, yeah, they give him the fucking drill sergeant role. He's yeah. just going, this fucking cocksucker is dead yeah <laughs> apparently in the dvd commentary uh pitt and fincher just go off on john c mcginley just how much they love him really yeah for ages he turns up to like this guy i fucking love this guy <laughs> oh cool yeah apparently he's a good hang yeah i could see that yeah yeah, yeah. he's great in uh talk radio you ever see that yeah, yeah all those all that. those oliver stone movies yeah, he's good yeah. in anyway so okay uh, oh i was gonna say as well i looked up uh so arlie army had a show called locked and loaded 
it's kind of like a like a reality show about guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about yeah, him right. hosting a show about guns. And I recommend going on YouTube and looked up "locked and loaded, uncensored." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like four hours longer. Yeah, it's like uh, Jerry Springer too hot for TV. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like him swearing and you know gets his tits out. Yeah, awesome. No, it's Come, just, it comes out dressed like the KKK. <laughs> White power. God, Jerry Springer was great. Yeah, you could just have like KKK guys <laughs> yeah. on. And like, it's let's, good crack. Let's hear what they have to say. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and it's not unsurprising. <laughs> yeah, there's no twists and turns. Too hot for, KKK. for TV indeed. Okay. Okay, and then uh, there's another murder, right? Oh, yeah. What's the second one? Uh, his name is Eli Gould. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the lawyer. the lawyer. Yeah, he's a lawyer. See how I knew that just from the name? Yeah. Mm. We'll just call him Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he's bled out and does it cut out a pound of flesh? Ah, yes. And the word greed is written in blood. Pound of flesh, Merchant of Venice. Yeah, that's it. Shakespearean vibes. Yeah, okay. I like that. So, what do you think about this one for greed? You think that's a good killing? No. I mean, look again. It's very silly and over the top. The sort of pound of flesh and like, but he made him like uh, he pick it. Yeah, he had to like decide where to like cut the to get the pound of flesh and he bled out obviously and it doesn't make that much sense because shylock is the greedy one in the merchant of venice yeah he's the one who wants the pound of flesh yes Hmm. um so yeah well i think maybe the argument is that the lawyer is like kind of the shylock character in that like he profits off the like the way that he like uh, gets like criminals off is kind of um you know, symbolically or metaphorically, he's getting his pound of flesh. You know what I mean? Like he's that's I don't know. I I don't know. It's you could really. Yeah. I think these two though, like if you had to do greed, this is the best way to do it. Okay. I mean, Otherwise, it would be like, oh, he was they shoved money in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. That would be more fun, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Gluttony and greed are kind of the same thing, aren't that's they? That's what I was thinking. They yeah. could just do the spaghetti one. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. He bought all this spaghetti. Yeah, they leave the receipt for the spaghetti. Like it's like two for one deal. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we meet Gwyneth Paltrow. That's Brad Pitt's wife. Yeah, who's great mm. in this film. I forgot. Like she's she actually, is actually very good. She's actually likable. Yeah, a few yeah. good movies. Oh yeah, she's actually because you know, unfortunately with Paltrow now we kind of think about pussy rocks and stuff. Yeah, you know? like yeah, fanny yeah. candles. And, but uh, she's good in uh, Royal Tenenbaums. She's yes, good in this. she is. Yeah. No, well, like the scene. I mean, you probably will get to it, but just that scene with her and Morgan Freeman in the cafe yeah. is is actually great. Like, yeah. you know, it's so funny. I listened to a podcast called The Rewatchables. Yes, and it's hosted by sports guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. So their like look at movies isn't always like, you know, as uh, they're not like cinephiles. Okay, right, right. And sometimes they come at it from like a sporty kind of point of view, kind of like more manly point of view. Yeah. So sure. the other way in that, she's like, "Oh, I have a baby. I don't know how to tell him." Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, "Why?" Why would you be afraid? Why would you be afraid to tell your husband you have a kid? This is weird. This really took me out of film. <laughs> this is the one unbelievable part yeah. of this whole picture. Yeah. She's having emotions. Yeah, they were, they were kind of like that. Like, yeah. wait, you don't think your husband might react well to the baby? Then why are you married to him? <laughs> this movie makes no sense. Uh, yeah. uh, what do you think, actually, of the scene when he goes to have dinner with them, okay? And the train is yeah. shit. That's a real sitcom thing. It was yeah, very sitcom-y. So it was very like... Yeah, and then he starts laughing. And then, yeah. They, yeah, it was very cheesy. Like, the kind of... 
then like they cut away it's the wide shot of the three of them going ah, 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 ah. it's like oh now they're friends that's yeah. what that means well no Freeman starts laughing first yeah, yeah. Uh, I would not laugh with no, him no you wouldn't if I bought a shitty house yeah. that like rocks every ten minutes yeah. which probably could cause like serious like uh, like distress, sure, yeah. and would like fuck up your sleep patterns, yeah, yeah, and like a pregnant woman as well. That's probably not good for the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that yeah. rocking around, and now just like some now this lad laughing at me. <laughs> I'd go rat there and then. <laughs> I'd knock his block off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I know it is a little bit silly and cheesy and very like very nineties Hollywood, but ah, whatever. It's up there with like you know the way to go like. Oh, I forgot to pay the electricity and the lights go the off light just go then. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. the thing is, yeah, like up until that point, there's a lot of tension between Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, and it kind of seems like they're not going to get along at all. And then this moment uh, attempts to break the tension. I guess whether it does it or not is uh, subjective. It is a little kind of silly. Y- you really don't need them to like each other. Yeah, though. yeah, it, it kind of works better that they don't yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, I think it works. If you cut that scene out, it still works because you're just in your head like, oh, I guess they have to work together for a while to start to like each other. Yeah. And near the end, they are kind of making a few little jokes. They do kind of, yeah, they grow on each other, yeah. I think they probably just stuck it in there so you cared when Gwyneth Paltrow dies. Because like... Well, no, you you care just with this, this with the diner baby. scene. Yeah, the diner scene is great. The diner I actually scene is really love good. that scene, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's kind of corny, the train stuff. Yeah. It just, it, it definitely does feel like a, it's a little bit of a laugh here. Yeah. Yeah, it a is little kinda, bit. It's, it is sort of maybe some studio exec was like, oh, they're, they're too, they don't get along very well and the audience aren't going to like that. We need them, we need like a warm moment because hmm. arguably it's a very dark and depressing film overall. Yeah. So any bit of levity sprinkled in, there was probably, a, they were probably really pushing for that maybe, I don't know. Probably. And maybe just to give Paltrow another scene. Yeah, yeah. Even the fact that like she invites Freeman without Pitt knowing. Yes. That's a that's very sitcom y as well, but not in a terrible way. The that way works, that she I gives think. Him yeah. yeah. I think that works. I think the movie's walking the line the whole yeah. way through. Because even the fat guy thing is like so grotesque that it's almost yeah, yeah. funny and there's a bunch of those jokes in it. I think yeah. I think that's more unintentional or just sickos like us find it really funny. It's like, ah <laughs> eat that fat fucking spaghetti you cut yeah we'd be uh, laughing like Kate yeah. Fear <laughs> just in the cinema smoking a cigar <laughs> actually did you ever see the movie The Butterfly Effect there's a scene in The Butterfly Effect where like the kids when they're kids they go to the movie and watch Seven and like the little bully kid is like oh look at that fat fuck his, t- <laughs> his titties are bigger than your mom's <laughs> And then, like, so I was like, oh, excuse me, you be quiet. And the guy's like, shut up, you feep. You, you know what he says. Oh, I yeah. won't say it. But they say fanook. Yeah, they say he says, shut up, you fanook. But, uh, That's funny because uh, Pitt says fanook in this film. Yes. Yeah. Pitt. Remember that? They were like, okay, you're a detective, all right? You have to read one book about Dante. Learn about yeah. the sins, and, and Pitt's like, like fucking yeah. Dante, yeah. fucking beep. That yeah. is such a weird scene. Yeah, yeah. this <laughs> fucking dumb book. Yeah. Yeah. He gets so angry <laughs> about a book. The, oh, I don't get it. I remember writing yeah. that down because they, the way they shoot it is like an action movie. He sprints over to his car yeah. in the rain, runs into it, takes out the book, reads it over three seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and goes, "This cocksucking poet, fucking." Beep. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Throws it out of the car. He gets so angry at it. And yeah, I bet you like the guys from Rewatchables like, yeah, all right, you're standing up for us against books. We're sick of this shit. Who's this fucking Dante guy think he is? Think yeah. he knows fucking comedy? I watched that fucking Lee Evans guy. Way funnier than Dante. <laughs> fucking sweating all the time. It's fucking great. But yeah, that's I actually forgot all about that. That's so yeah. funny. He gets so angry because he reads a book. He's like, it's like arguably you're a detective. Isn't like a big part of your job having to like analyze data and like go through it for facts or whatever. But yeah, no, listen, every time he reads anything, he just freaks out. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we find our next victim, okay? Okay. Slot. Sloth. So he's a, what do you think he's a dead guy, okay, on the bed? Oh, yeah. Basically yeah, like a yeah. skeleton. Yeah. And this is a great scene, I think. And then yeah. he, when he moves, they all yeah. freak out. They like, what the fuck? Great. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah John yeah. C. McGinley freaks out. That's so good. So it's like he's a junkie, but like, uh, yeah, so he's on the bed and he's literally, it's like a, like he's a semi decomposed corpse. He's a skeleton. Yeah. Skin and bones. He looks like a zombie. And they're all like, ah, oh, he's obviously dead. And then he kind of moves and everybody freaks out. Hmm. They, uh, It takes them so long to figure out that he's dead as well, though. Because yeah. he's lying under the covers with the thing over his mm. head. They're yeah. pointing the gun at him. It's like, wake up, you piece of shit! <laughs> I don't think he's asleep. You yeah, don't get a yeah. SWAT team into your room. And wasn't it like the heat, there were air fresheners hanging all over the room to cover the smell? Was that him? Was yeah. In that one? Yeah, They yeah, think yeah. that he's the killer, don't they? That's why they all go That's in there right. like that. That's th- right. Yeah, they find his fingerprints or DNA. At yeah. one of the other crime scenes. Yeah, someone, some, someone's leaving clues. Yeah. Very good. Now, again, this is like many films where they propagate the idea that like the serial killer is like nine steps ahead of everyone else. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And it's like playing an intricate game of chess. Yes. But in real life, they're just like shitting themselves and wanking. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they get to the guy, and it's like a full SWAT team as well. This is when John C. McGinley shows up. It's like, hey, don't get in my fucking way, asshole. I'm here to lock and load yeah yeah but uh they kick down the door they find the junkie and then what is it like how is it revealed yeah there's like photos dating back for like one year today and like he took a photo of him every day and like just kept him tied up and gave him heroin and yeah yeah yeah. so whoever this killer is okay yeah he has a lot of time on his hands he's methodical and he also has like money where he can just rent out a hotel room for a year yeah and just like could he come back every like every day yeah, yeah to yeah, feed yeah. this guy well, okay imagine his busy day okay John Doe he's got like give one guy spaghetti yeah 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 <laughs> he's got to he's got to get air fresheners spaghetti heroin I mean this guy yeah. he's got a long to do list real busy but he's doing way more of his life than I am yeah a yeah. lot of errands here you know <laughs> I, would, yeah. it's, I would love to see like from his point of view where it's like <laughs> I am wrecked <laughs> Yeah, you do that as a comedy as well. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like the guy from uh, Home Improvement is uh, Tim Allen. Allen. Yes, Tim Ooh. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Playing John Doe, just running around. All these. My like wife the, is on my back. I got to kill this guy. Supermarket with like a, a trolley full of cans of spaghetti. Yeah, uh, I have a coupon for that. Uh, <laughs> He's like buying a, a box like with a, a head finish. <laughs> He just puts Same. it over the cashier's head. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Ring it up. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's definitely my favorite one of the murders, I think. The guy with the... It's the most visually cool. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that he's still alive as well. Like... Yes, yeah. And it is a it is a big like jump scare moment because yeah. the music goes boom. Mm. So proper, you shit yourself yeah. when it happens. It's very good. So he, now, you watched this recently, Matthew. I want to get your opinion on this. 
what do you think about the plot point, okay, that they go like, oh, this guy must have rented out some pretty weird books from the library. Oh, yeah. So they get the FBI to go through, like, like your uh, library <laughs> uh, card. Yeah, that was very strange. That was like, that felt like they just needed to get to the next stage of the plot. So they just are able to call a guy but who knows how to do this stuff. Doesn't that happen after um, Morgan Freeman? Because they find, you know, obviously at this point they put together that there are seven deadly sins. Yeah. And that's mm. the theme of the killings. So they figure that out first and then they go like, okay, this guy is probably like, you know, read a bunch of shit. It is a bit silly. But no, it's no, not, it's not but they actually they actually track someone down. They go to an apartment next. Yeah, they manage to get the guy's library card and address because the FBI go through like who rented out the weirdest books. Yeah, they know they they go basically like okay. Yeah, so we no, must I get have... that, but what, like I mean, I think that's definitely. I mean, okay, maybe pre nine eleven, not so much, but like the Patriot Act and all. Definitely with, like, phone conversations and the internet and stuff like that. But that would make more sense if you're, like, we found these weird messages yeah. on his yeah. Facebook account or something like that. But it's like, yeah, and you could have like, done that in 1994. But here's the thing. Okay, like, so this is, like, mid-90s. So domestic terrorism was the big thing in the 90s because it was just after the Oklahoma bombing with Timothy McVeigh. Oh, I know all about that. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? He did great work. Yeah. Great man. Great man. <laughs> anyway, Ruby Ridge, all that shit. So this is, like, pre-9-11 domestic terrorism was the big mm. thing that the FBI were watching. Maybe I'm kind of giving them too much leeway but, here. It is a little uh, silly. No, it, if, if you said it like that, but in the film... They find one flagged library card yeah. and they go straight to his apartment. It's not like we got a list of 50 people here and we're knocking on doors. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, we went through the computer and this is the one guy who rented out a book about Dante. Right, okay. Yeah, the only <laughs> guy who read. Freak. Yeah. yeah, everyone else, no one else would dare. Yeah, like you Brad Pitt. Dante and how to kill a guy with spaghetti for <laughs> yeah. dummies. Brad Pitt addresses yeah. that. He's like, uh, well, how are we? How do we know we're not just going to get some English lit major doing a term paper? And it's like, you fucking would. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. single... Do you get Manny Manny... You just go students. to, you just end up at New York University. <laughs> yeah. Breaking into dorm rooms. Hey, we found spaghetti in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. This is our guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyone with, they go, that would literally be like, same as they were like, okay, anyone who's bought spaghetti <laughs> in the last five months. Yeah, yeah, spaghetti. You sick vile. bastard. We got him, chief. You sick son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, and but they're like, we got you. the FBI to help. <laughs> Yeah. Bring up the spaghetti file, yeah. boys. Instead of a library card, it's like there's a flagged spaghetti card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. David Duchovny just runs the spaghetti department of the FBI. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's so good. Okay. Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things, you know, when you see a movie real young and you love it so much that, like, I don't know, your brain just, like, won't allow you to, like, notice the glaring flaws. Yeah, I get that. To be fair, I think this stuff with Seven, you only notice if you're, like, watching it and dissecting it. Because it's so fucking entertaining. Yeah, exactly. That if you just, like, let it wash over you. Oh, yeah. You're along for the ride. Obviously, this is just for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In real life, I'm actually like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Someone get me Fincher. (laughs) Uh, Okay, (laughs) Okay. so. So they track down one apartment. Yes. They go to it, okay, and they're yeah. knocking the door. And like you said, Matthew, it's like, it could be a student. Yeah. And, and, you know, Freeman's like, no, this is him. This is the guy. Okay, a guy shows up. Yeah. Down the hall. We don't see his face, <laughs> yeah. so just like a shadowy figure. Yeah. Sees what's going on. Yeah. And we're like, what's he going to do? Yeah. Pulls out a gun. 
bang, 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 skiddy bap, bap. Yeah, runs away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got Pitt chasing him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the chase scene recently, Matthew. What yes. do you think of that? Um, it's okay. I didn't really notice that yeah, much about the chase scene. Standard yeah. chase scene, I would say. I think it's probably the most like generic part of the movie. Why? Is just you, throw you in you a got chase a problem scene. with it, O'Toole? Huh? You got a problem no, no, with the chase scene? The exact opposite. I got a little fact for you that will make the chase scene better. Impossible. Ooh, no way. Impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't happen. Couldn't you know, get any better. Brad Pitt legit fucked himself up during that chase. Yeah? No way. Yeah, yeah. So. And then uh, he broke his arm, I think. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, and you know, later on, he's got a cast. Yeah. yeah. That's real. Fuck off. And no was like, I love it. Oh, man, that's yeah, great. So great. I think it's the bit where he falls off. I think, isn't he like going down like... Um, a fire escape and he yes oh, yeah, he just, and he, he just and he gives up and fucking falls on the dumpster or something isn't yeah, yeah, it? yeah that's yeah, such yeah, a great yeah. shot because oh. you can tell from how long it is that it's not a fucking stunt double <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that's like proper like uh, Tom Cruise style like just doing yeah, his own stunts yeah, but yeah. not intentionally yeah because he's not a Scientologist that's why his <laughs> yeah. arm didn't heal that's right he doesn't have the power of Xenu <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's good no I like that yeah. wow Brian thank you see yeah I'm not a piece of shit am I well now maybe you'll think again Next time you judge me for looking up my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the last podcast, I were looking up. I was just looking up my hero for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a great show. Look it, it up. BBC it really did themselves. Yeah, Arnold Hanlon actually uh, broke his arm when uh, <laughs> punching the woman. No, I don't know. I've never seen it. Go on. Okay, right, seven. Here we go. Okay, so they do, it, and it's kind of like it's a fun chase. Now, uh, near the end, okay. Yeah. Uh, the mysterious. Uh, person yes gets the upper hand he does has mm. the gun on pit yeah the sides like face down i think like he like turns a corner and the guy cracks him over the head with like a pipe or something so yeah. it's like down on the ground and the guy like puts a gun to his head but doesn't shoot him toying with him mm. yeah yeah that's good he's like it's not time yet yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. grand plan, plan. My gr- i have more spaghetti to buy you're <laughs> lucky i gotta go to the store right now i would else. love it if they had him run off and, it, <laughs> and a can of spaghetti falls out <laughs> uh, this would be so much better if this gave up on the whole seven aspect and it's, it's just the spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti every time <laughs> Uh, okay. His calling card again. <laughs> just wet spaghetti. <laughs> oh yeah, he just has like those alphabet spaghetti. Yeah, just yeah. spelling yeah. out his messages. Out his messages. <laughs> oh, so anyway, um, they head back to the apartment then. Yeah. Afterwards, and they're going through, and it's a proper serial killer movie apartment. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a uh, you know shit everywhere. It's dark. It's weird. Yes. There's notebooks everywhere. Yeah. Now, yeah. apparently, I don't know why they bother doing this, but Fincher actually got people to fill up all those notebooks. Really? Really? Yeah. Why? So That's there's so like, stupid. There's, imagine being the one guy who's like, for the next, like, I think it took like three months. My job is just fill up notebooks with just weird shit. Jesus I feel Christ. like the kind of guys who love David Fincher, he could have just found a guy who's like, I have all these notebooks anyway. You can use them for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like the the notebook angle of it though. When he just picks it up and starts reading, and it's some just, of this stuff is so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Like that subway story or yeah. whatever is really good. It, where he's basically like, it's like someone trying to have a small talk with me, <laughs> and I like, yeah. vomit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was something like the banality of his conversation gave me a headache. I almost didn't notice it, but I threw up all over him. 
he was not pleased and, <laughs> I, and I couldn't stop laughing <laughs> it's funny how you remember the whole thing yeah, yeah no, no, you no, haven't I, seen it in ages I know but I'd seen it many times before but that yeah. bit stuck out I yeah. was like yes yeah. yes that's the kind of thing that would have gotten small talk I would have gotten Bert Kreischner erected, uh, elected <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> class president yeah yeah the way that uh, Van Wilder was based on Bert Kreischer's life Seven is based on my notebooks yeah, <laughs> yeah. my diaries <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, next you find uh, another victim, okay? Okay. Now, this is definitely the most uh, scintillating victim, okay? Scintillating? Oh, yeah. Is that a top? Is that a, what does that mean? Sc- scintillating. Scintillating, yeah. 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 Scintillating. Oh, Sin. Yeah, like ah. seven deadly. Yeah, okay, all right. Don't be using your big fancy words yeah. on me. Did you not read that party from the memo from the Green Party? Yeah. Anyway, don't <laughs> okay. use big words. <laughs> Okay, on. this one, this is probably the most famous death. Yeah, this is really fucked up. The knife dildo. Yes. That's so... Yay or nay? Oh. I think that makes it. That's I think, great, yeah. Because the way they do it is good. It's not like they just walk in on the crime scene and you just pan over to a big <laughs> knife dildo. <laughs> yeah. It's like you see a, a tiny, like a Polaroid of it in like the background yeah. of the shot. Yeah, and it looks yeah. very Nine Inch Nails. Yes, like. it's very, yeah, very Nine Inch it, Nails. It doesn't I, look yeah. like someone, it looks like someone just made it themselves. Yeah, like like they smelted like, it themselves. Like in like, a metal shop or something. Yeah, Some yeah. Disturbed it does high look like teenager. it'd be covered in oil. You yeah, know, it doesn't yeah, look yeah. nice. No, the nice the knife dildo does not look nice. No, it doesn't, no, look, it doesn't look like a lot of fun. I don't think it would even work as a dildo to be honest. No, Brian. well, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Yes, so I think what sells that as well is they interview the guy who was forced and to fuck him. He's terrified. He's freaked. Yeah. That he's that's what great. sells it. Yeah, he's great. That's a. Uh, his name is Leland Orser or something like that. He's like a really good character actor that's been in loads of shit. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's great in that Just scene. the whole time. Yeah, and, he, and, and, and he's terrible. He yeah, he's, he's real shaky and all. Yeah, 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 yeah he's great. In that, that works way more than actually showing like a woman getting killed with a knife deal yeah, though. Yeah. Would be too much. And also like people like us would get a good chuckle out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think they've already, they know that they've already done like the fat guy and they've already done like the zombie who's still alive. They yeah. can't just keep on going for gore. So like now they know like kind of less is more let your imagination run w- wild with you because that's what it, like yeah. you're kind of forced to think oh Jesus, a knife dildo. In your imagination it's so much but you're not going to get an actress who can convey that as bad as in my memory. Is it, <laughs> yeah. Not my memory. Uh, my mind. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what that would look like. Yeah. I'd like to see your first knife dildo prototype. You fuck it up and use a butter knife. It's like, ah, it won't work. It's a spoon. Yeah. It's a spoon, yeah. Just a, a spork. spork. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Jinx. Uh, well, it's literally just a spork. There's no yeah. dildo at all. There's no strap on. Yeah. You just try and prit stick it onto your trousers. <laughs> nice. So yeah, like so. What does it exactly happen? So like, uh, the John Doe serial killer was in the room and held a gun on the guy to a girl that's tied up. Yeah, the girl's tied mm. up and he- put a gun on the guy and said, "You have put on that knife dildo and fuck her, or he, I'll kill you." But he, he was already that. there fucking the girl anyway, wasn't he? Like, he yeah, was... I think he was just like a customer of the prostitute. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but he put the gun in his mouth and everything. Like, oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. like proper going to do it. Yeah. Um, it's strange that he, not to be all logical on Kevin Spacey, the serial killer, but I feel like you would kill the guy for lust more than, because a sex worker, that's like her job. It's like going into Walmart and being like, you but love he's, serving he said, customers. Later on, he says that she was a filthy whore. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, but it's not lust. Is I Like, it's still, like, wrong if you're In a In his Catholic head, he probably whatever. thinks, like, he's being punished because he has to live. <laughs> 
with the uh, oh, yeah, with the, the fact guilt. that he did it. Like, yeah, I mean, that yeah. would fuck you up for life. Like, every time you get hard, you just remember the knife dildo. Yeah. But, Matthew, you are right. Like, in a perfect world, it would be the man getting killed. <laughs> yeah. In a perfect world, he would have Very killed the guy with the knife you, dildo. In, in my woke... Uh, <laughs> the woke seven. remake? You know, like the female Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Do the female seven, okay? Yeah. And the, the woman has to wear a, a, a knife strap on. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, vibrates. Yeah, and, and fuck the man. fucks him. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like... Afterwards, she's like, yeah... Yeah, she's not shaking her. <laughs> no all. problem. She's like, <laughs> she's just like yas queen. Yeah. Yas queen. <laughs> the rest of the movie exact same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just that one bit. But yeah, that one that like when I saw that movie for the first time when I was like uh, like thirteen or fourteen, that bit really stuck with me. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking horrific. Thirteen like, is pretty young to see that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I was around the same age. Yeah, yeah. It, it was on TG Car, I think. I'm pretty. Really? I'm was pretty it in sure Irish? That'd be BBC great. See one, no ads, just full just seven, <laughs> baby. Oh, no that's cool. Ads. Yeah, yeah. God yeah. save the queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been rough. You're like, and and he made me fuck her with the knife, and then it's like, ah, on hurling and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tipperary versus Kilkenny this weekend. <laughs> yeah, just Danny O'Shea does the intro. No, Jesus, there's an absolute mad joke getting up to all sorts of badness here. Tis like a Tipperary county final, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Go kill yourself, die. Nah, he's great. I'm joking. Uh, he's a good man. He should be hosting the late late. He should be. Mm. He's too sexy. That's what it is. I think, yeah, what it would cause too much problems. Sex appeal. Yeah. Yeah. All these old women would start, like, just be, acting just weird. Beetle me. Yeah. They'd be like, where's my knife dildo? <laughs> <laughs> What are we at here? Yeah. Oh, we're we're good. doing good. We're yeah, doing good. We're yeah. Doing good. So yeah. next we get. So, so far, all these killings I love. Yes. Not yeah. love as in, like, fucking legend okay? yeah yeah good to clarify yeah i'm just like yeah that makes sense maybe greed you could have done a bit better i would have liked it be a bit more like he got crushed by coins or something like that you know yeah, that would have been good <laughs> by coins. yeah what? What yeah i think that'd be good you yeah. roll up quarters okay, listen, this, okay. he's in a room okay okay and every day john like Doe fucking scrooge <laughs> mcduck he's just got a big <laughs> vault filled with gold coins <laughs> what the fuck are you talking e- about every day john doe drops a penny in <laughs> Okay. Just into a piggy bank. So after 300 days, yeah. uh, just a, a small pile of pennies in the corner. <laughs> just $3. <laughs> just holds his face down in the pennies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was something fun, you know? Yeah, okay. But look, this is my least favorite killing. All right. Okay, the next one. Pride. I don't oh, remember Pride. Pride. I watched it like two exactly. days ago. Yeah, Pride is the... the model. L- is the lamest one yeah. there is. Mm. Did he, he like yeah? He slashes her face and then he glues a phone in one hand and a bottle of pills in the other, giving her the choice: do you call for help or do you kill yourself? Really dumb, like yeah. Uh, does does really John Doe know about plastic surgery? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> you can fix the nose. Like. Yeah, it's only did. Yeah, he cut off her nose despite her face. Despite her, fi- they oh, actually God. say that. Yeah, they, they do say it. Yeah, That's so lame. And it's very cheesy. And they, yeah. I think everyone involved in the film realized how dumb it was because they just skim over that so yeah, quick. They like, forget about. Like, it oh yeah, a woman quick. got killed as I well. I think they literally probably in the first draft somebody reread it and were like, "You only did six sins." And he was like, fuck. <laughs> Better throw this one in. Like, they really skim over it. Yeah. It's actually funny how just walk into a room go like, oh, yeah, she's dead as well. 
what, probably another sin. Now, what would your what would be a good uh, pride good. killing? This let's try to come up with a good this one. This is a good one now. Let's yeah, all let's, think down. No wrong answers. No wrong. <laughs> this is brainstorming. Okay. There's no wrong answers. Come on. How would we kill a woman? <laughs> How would we kill a woman? It still has to it's, be. It's finally got to this. It still <laughs> has to be an attractive woman. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an attractive woman, though. Oh, yeah, actually. It, it could be a man. It, yeah, men are proud too sometimes. I would pick a man. Just be, We, we get know. a proud boy. We <laughs> kill one of the proud boys. Yeah, that's how we do it. Sorry, all right, go on. Yeah, it would be, be something great. like... It would have to be something like you get killed with gym equipment. Okay. Like Chris Benoit on the Bowflex. Yeah, but it have to yeah. be something Does like... Does it have to be vanity, though? Couldn't he be proud of, like, his children or something? Oh. How would you kill him with... You well, get put your... children in his mouth. <laughs> Force feed his kids spaghetti <laughs> yeah, and then find, drop some coins on him. Find New York's best uh, spaghetti chef <laughs> <laughs> who's so proud of his spaghetti. Yeah. And uh, Oh, it would be something like you so- sold... Let's see, I, I'd give a... I'd, uh, I'd sell a special juice that makes someone look prettier. Okay. But it's poison. What? It's not as... No. That would, nobody would believe that. <laughs> yeah. That's in his it's fucking a tough one stupidity. Now, uh, killed with plastic surgery, maybe. That could be a good. That one, would now. be a good one yeah. if the collagen or something was. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, no, because yeah. seven, okay, fake tits. Yes, that would actually. <laughs> you be make her life. fake tits so big yeah. that thing they, they, they crush her chest, crush her chest <laughs> and her, her face. Heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's perfect. Cut off her tits to spider face. It's coins, right, Brian? Or cement? Cement. Oh no, I got it, okay? You give, give her cement titties, drop her in the ocean. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. an old witch. It's like if the titties float. <laughs> but yeah, no, the plastic surgery is a good angle. Yeah, like, but yeah. you can actually kill a plastic surgeon, I think, because he's like the one that, like, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was uh, Matthew's suggestion. But uh, the collagen? Yeah, I think the collagen's like a work. good one. I like yeah. big, my big titties idea. Well, yeah. Well, pitch it both to Fincher. <laughs> I think. We can go halfway. We yeah, go halfway. yeah. I like the cement titties. Okay. Um, so they're like, oh, God, there's only like two sins left and we have no leads at all. Right, right. What are we going to do? And then someone walks into the station. Detective! Oh, hey, girl, yeah. stand he, he literally goes like, Detective! Yeah. Like his voice goes no, real hard. He says that, he says, before he's like, he's like, Detective. <clears throat> detective. And they're just having a conversation. <laughs> detective! And everybody turns and looks. His hands are all bloody and stuff. It's like, mm. I think you're looking for me. Yeah. And then Brad Pitt's like, hey, get down. It's like, he's obviously not running away. He came in there with his hands in the that? air. It's Brad like, Pitt. He's trying to make an escape. Brad Pitt's yeah. like, I caught him. I solved the case. <laughs> he just plants a can of spaghetti on him. He's our man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why I think, though, what makes the movie, though, like elevates it to a whole new level. The fact he just that he. Turns him, yes. Because yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. Then you're like, I have no idea what the fuck is about to yes, happen in this movie. Yeah, Fincher exactly. said that's exactly why he loved it because it was like the last like little half, and yeah. like, the guy just shows up. It's like, wait, what's going to happen here? There's it's, no way they. How are they going to like? Yeah, yeah. yeah you completely. It's the only it, like this genre of movie never has like a curveball like that. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. And also the the choice and like not have uh, Spacey in any of the trailers. Yeah, that works on two levels now. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you're watching the movie and you find out it's spacey, it's like doubly horrific oh and my shocking. God. Imagine you're one of his victims, okay? <laughs> I, I, I want to go take him. my mind off this horrible yeah. event. And you see I'll you see the watch. poster and you're like, well, I don't see, you scan it. I don't see any spacey in this. 
<laughs> Freeman, Pitt. Yeah. yeah. You're like, it's the usual suspects in one cinema and seven <laughs> in the other one. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, I'll be safe here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Great. So then, um, so they've arrested him, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Toby Ziegler from the West Wing shows up playing the lawyer. Yes, that was oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's great as a smarmy, like, uh, my client. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so the deal is that he basically, there's, so Kevin Spacey, John Doe, says there's two more bodies and I will take you to where they are buried, but only Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt can take me. I don't want anybody else there. And if you don't agree, I'll never tell you where the bodies are and blah, blah, blah. So it's and, I'll, like, and I'll plead insanity. Yeah, I'll plead insanity and stuff like that. Yeah, Which, yeah, would yeah. that make much of a difference? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's you yeah. Could, you could argue definitely. It didn't make a lot of sense that whole scene. Well, it's more just for the bodies, like yeah. You really needed to set up that for now. Even Brad Pitt is like you and your fucking three thousand dollars suit, and the guy's literally wearing like a traveling salesman, like <laughs> yeah. bright blue bow tie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not making that much money off Spacey. <laughs> no. Although they do say that John Doe is wealthy. He must be wealthy. Independently and well, wealthy and well educated, well educated. That's right. Which I right. like that little hint. Yeah, yeah, and that's really the only kind of glimpse of a backstory you get. Now I tell you, it's kind of all you need. I tell you what, though, and yeah. I might read this from another episode. Oh. They released a comic book, yes, adaptation of Seven ah. from John Doe's point of view. Oh, I like really? that. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. And I think it was written by like uh, the screenwriter or something. Like it's someone connected to the actual. It's not just like. Uh, Okay. Oh, you got oh. the guy who writes Spider-Man to do it. <laughs> that seems to happen with Fincher a lot, because didn't uh, the Fight Club guy make a Fight Club comic book yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, Fight Club 2, yeah. Oh, mm. nice. Which I paid money for, and I feel really bad right. about now. Was it dumb? It was really dumb. Okay. I think I mentioned it on the podcast before, but he literally... Uh, Chuck Paltinak, Yeah. Mm. he shows up at the end and criticizes people because they... Oh, like the, he criticizes like Twitter mobs and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's oh, like, God. you shouldn't be mean to me on Twitter. Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan, and he just came across as real weird and kind of like edge lordy. You know what I mean? Kind of like how you'd expect him to be, but not how you'd want him to be. I'd say the book sense. is a piece of shit. I haven't read it, but I'd say that like Fincher elevates it. Yeah, to, yeah. Fincher and, like, does the elevate performances. Things. Yeah. And, Anyway, yes. so they're in the car now, heading off to the bodies. Yes, yeah. Um, this is great, because Spacey gets to have a little monologue. Yeah, and yeah. The, he really mm. nails this monologue. Yeah. This scene goes on for, like, seven minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. terrific, just but to yeah, slow everything it right down. Doesn't, yeah, it, it feels great, though. Like the whole, You're not like, oh, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Yeah. You know, you're really invested, like, and as you said, like, his monologue is... Yeah, so, pops. the fat man who yeah. was fat... So disgusting! If you saw him, it'd make you yeah. sick. Yeah. And the whore who yeah. was a whore. Yeah, yeah. And the lawyer who was. I love he's like the lawyer who lied. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the pederast? The is the lawyer not the pederast? Uh, I thought no, the lawyer no, no. defended the, the sloth was the pederast. Yeah, I think really? So. Yeah, yeah, because the sloth was a mass. He was a kill murderer was, himself. Oh, yeah, that's why they a, tracked him down. But yeah, that's what he yeah. was like. He was. That's this is the bit. He goes like, and a lazy bum, lazy all his life, who also raped kids. But he was lazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't mow the lawn. So uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 wrote then down just some like stuff. one line is like because the whole thing is like. Uh, Brad, the, what, what kicks off this monologue is Brad Pitt goes, oh, I thought you just murdered innocent people. And Spacey's like, innocent? Is that supposed to be funny? And then he goes off on the big rant. Yeah. And he kind of ends it with, only in a world this shitty could you say those people were innocent and 
keep a straight face. I'm like, very impressed that you know so I, much. Man, mm-hmm. like, the, I, I am John Doe, really, without the commitment or the wealth. We've done. If I was independently wealthy, woo, I'd d- be buying spaghetti right now. I'll tell you. <laughs> this but one, I just eat it all myself. Yeah. Like, oh, what was I meant to do? <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like we did Space Jam a while ago, and James just knew every line from Space Jam. I have a, oh, really? I, it's so weird with movies. That I have a real, like, on the spectrum. Like, I remember movies like dialogue that like i've seen 10 years ago i remember dates and actors to like to an absurd degree i mean like real obscure like the fact that i knew leland orser is a character yeah. actor. Oh my like, God. do you know what i mean like that's that's not right i'm not right brian <laughs> yeah that's taking up space in your brain yeah though. yeah <laughs> that's like that shit i will remember till the day i die but my father's final words <laughs> who cares yeah dork yeah, yeah, that's uh, taking up the space that how to connect with other human beings yeah, is supposed exactly. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's just yeah. Leland. I don't even <laughs> remember his name Orser. now. Orser. Yeah, by every Tinder date I have, are you familiar with the work of Leland Orser? And then I just go to hit her. Yeah, uh, they all end like the first act of Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. All the dates. You just find them in the bathroom with a shotgun. But she's just I am in a world of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how you were saying it's like the end of the set, the first half full metal jacket. But you know when that the the colonel's like, put the gun down. The girl's yeah. like, do whatever you want. Check <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <actually>, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, can I get the money for the the food first <laughs> before you do that? Uh, you had two appetizers. Yeah. I am not paying for that. Can you send me down Revolut? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they drive some towers out in the middle of nowhere. Okay? Right. Yeah. And, Some, like, um, communication towers. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, they're, like, standing there and they're like, oh, not much going on here. They have a little bit of a funny scene where you see the dead dog. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey goes, I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lovable uh, rapscallion. <laughs> That's a little bit of, like, um, a kind of childish little tip. Like, it's like, he has a little bit of, like, I didn't do that. <laughs> like yeah. Dennis the Menace. Yeah. Mm, oh, um, Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Not to get too, like, movie-ish, movie-ish here, but I did notice, just bringing back to the train thing, at this part, I think that there was, like, the helicopter noises and stuff were very similar to the train in your man's apartment right oh, before okay. the build-up. So that I kind of thought be. that that's what that was for. It was, like, it was like building up the tension of, Oh, it like, definitely builds tension, yeah, yeah. And also the fact that we could see it, you know, it's not just, like, oh, cut back to the face, back to another face. We've seen it, like, from a... Like a weird point of view up in the sky yeah. as well. So we're like, what the fuck's going on down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and you just got John C. McGinley commenting, <laughs> yeah. "What the fuck is going on hey, down there? This guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The guy's got a fucking box. <laughs> we got a box. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so um, a van comes along. Okay? Yes. Yeah. I love this guy. He's just like, yeah, a guy paid me five hundred to be here at seven o'clock to drive a van with a smelly box. <laughs> With flies buzzing all around yeah, it. Yeah. He paid me in spaghetti, so I didn't yeah. ask any questions. It keeps dripping. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just thought of spaghetti sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. He's like, yeah, I just, I just show up here. Yeah, yeah. And he sees his helicopters around. No and like, questions asked. Yeah. And there's a guy pointing a gun at him. He's Are you like, surprised? Yeah, I still got to give you this box, okay? <laughs> Look, you can shoot me if you want, but I take $500. <laughs> U.S. Postal Service, rain, hail, or snow. <laughs> <laughs> take this job very seriously sir okay. Okay. so i love this scene so yeah freeman decides he's gonna open it not wait for a bomb squad or anything yeah 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 and then he opens it and he's like <gasps> yeah uh john doe is the upper hand yeah. yeah stay away john doe is the upper hand that's a great line yeah just the fact that he says it like that as yeah. well knows immediately yeah, yeah 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 and then 
anyone watching that is like, oh shit. What's in the box? Yeah, yeah. yeah but they're like, yeah. you, you really do get a sense that like, oh fuck, he actually does have the upper hand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of get that sense the whole time because it's like, you know, why did he come to the, why did he just offer himself up and he's taking them all the way out? You do get the sense like, he's got something up his sleeve here. And it's kind of like, like one thing we mentioned, Morgan Freeman throughout the whole movie is kind of going through this arc where he doesn't really give a shit anymore. Yeah, yes, so, And then true, when actually. he sees the thing in the box, it's like, suddenly he's really terrified. It's like, that's actually a good, yeah, we didn't kind of mention that angle, like, uh, his character has become very uh, disenfranchised and apathetic towards the horrors that he has to see every day. He's just like, yeah. there's no good in the world anymore. Like, he's, un- he's, he's unmarried. We see he lives, he's in a big double bed. There's no one else there. Yeah. And like, he like, mentions he had a wife before. He, he had a woman and she was pregnant, but he was so, he didn't want to bring up a child in the world, the state that it is. So he made her get an abortion. Yeah, you're right. It was yeah. a girlfriend. It wasn't a wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they broke up, obviously. So now he's, he's alone because he's kind of chosen to be alone Yeah. because again just the horrors of the world he just says he can't bring a child up in all good conscience. and he's probably yeah. not that good to hang out with because you went for drinks with him you probably just bring up like yeah. all these different cases of like you know <laughs> yeah. people getting murdered yeah. and, like, and then you, know, you talk about your fucking new apartment and how horrible it is and how your life is miserable yeah. and it's just start cackling at you I mean this guy fat as fuck just ate all this spaghetti <laughs> I don't understand it anymore uh, it's not really good Morgan Freeman yeah. but well, we you know, got, we got it. Okay. It was in the ballpark. Yeah. Well, also because he opens the box and he's so freaked out. Yeah. We've seen Freeman. Freeman has seen a knife dildo. <laughs> he has seen. <laughs> Didn't even break a sweat. Yeah, yeah. He's just like just another day in the office. Yeah. He has seen bodies throughout yeah. this whole film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no reaction at all. And this is like. Oh shit! Yeah. So you're like, oh, what this the is, fuck is, what this is, is the box? two yeah. knife dildos. Of <laughs> <laughs> again, a knife flashlight. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> for people who are really cool yeah <laughs> okay so uh he's a uh, fucking freeman's running back he's running back towards brad pitt and kevin spacey and then spacey's like you know i must admit i was envious of you and your wife your pretty wife yeah i paid her a visit this morning when you left for work yeah, yeah i tried yeah. to play husband but she didn't like it. So I took a souvenir. Her pretty head. <laughs> and then Brad Pitt's like, what's in the box? Yeah. What's in the box? She's like, is it a book? <laughs> better not be. Is it that dad day bitch again with his books? <laughs> that uh. fucking poet. <laughs> yeah, so Morgan Freeman's running back. And like, uh, yeah, so fucking Kevin Spacey says, basically, yeah, I killed your wife. And then Morgan Freeman's like, come on, don't. He's got, Brad Pitt's got the gun on him. He's like, win. wait, that's not true. Tell me it's not true. But it is. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's head is in the box. We never actually see the Which head. Which is a though. great choice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking when we were talking about the knife dildo. Is that like pretty much after that, we don't see any fucking gruesome stuff. Yeah. The first half is so disgusting. Yeah, There's no yeah. way to make that head in the box look not silly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. In my head... <laughs> it looks horrendous, okay? Yeah, yeah. But probably saw it in real life, it'd either be a fake or it'd have to do a thing where, you know, like to bury her in the sand and then have the box <laughs> oh, like, yeah, around her yeah, neck. Yeah. You know the way to do that? You know, yeah. the box is the ground and she's buried. Sure, yeah. The, uh, Especially because like it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, she's so famous, it would just look ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> also because she's head. hot. You know, if like, you know yourself, like, if your hot woman gets decapitated, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't yeah. look as good. You know what I mean? <laughs> You don't see the problem in it. Yeah. You're kind of like, yeah, hey, it makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I get what you mean. It's a good choice not to show the head in the box. Mm. There is something quite funny about a, a decapitated head. Yeah, of course. It's just a funny image. Like, it, like, if we saw it, it would have to, like, roll around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Morgan Freeman drops it like, oh, oh butterfingers. No. Oh, no. Uh, oh, spaghetti. He, like, dunks it. Kobe? <laughs> I want to fly like an eagle. Uh, okay, so yeah. So now Brad Pitt's like, he's come to the realization that his wife is dead and he's got the gun on fucking Kevin Spacey mm. and Morgan Freeman's like, if you kill him, he will win. Yeah. yeah, and what's really great about that moment is that like, they don't just have him kill him immediately yeah. right then and there. You watch him like, think about it. Yeah, for- he's like, starts crying, then points the gun at him in anger, but then starts, like, it's a cool little, uh, it's interesting I'm actually not sure how I feel about that. You know the bit, he holds the gun, he's really angry, yeah. and then he actually starts crying and resumes his angry face pointing the gun. It's like, it's good, but is it good? You know, I don't I think, even know. I think it's good. I think it, it is and good. I think any other actor would have gone like, you killed my wife, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> bastard. Okay, like that. But like, Pitt like, has a full-on like, little emotional journey. He proper, yeah, he... Like he yeah. gets very tear-eyed, and then yeah. Also, he you like watch him realize nothing matters yeah, in his life yeah. anymore. But also, like the way he chose to do it, like it's kind of it's it's fun to replicate. Like, what's in the box? Yeah, like yeah. he's saying it, not in like what's in the box. Yeah, he's actually boy. like what's in the. He's like yeah, it's yeah. Kinda, it, he's kind of yeah, losing pretty it over the top. He's yeah, it's a yeah. little bit fucking like almost Tommy Wiseau-ish, not full on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he is kind of just. But like, like, like let's say like. Denzel Washington. Yeah. If that's him, okay. Mm. I would not believe Denzel Washington. Like, I think Denzel Washington is so cool, like, so badass and manly. He, like, I think he would play it more like, what's in the box? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And he'd, like, play it real, like, I'm getting angry here. I know you like to get wet. But throughout the film, Pitt has been shown to be a little bit of a dummy as well. Yeah. Yes. Or kind of like a naive rookie in that. Because they even have that conversation in the bar. Morgan Freeman's like, oh, you know, the world is a horrible place, blah, blah, blah. And Brad Pitt's like, well, you know what? I don't agree with that. I can't agree with that because I got a wife and a kid coming. So I got to believe there's good in the world, blah, blah, blah. Well, actually, he doesn't know about the kids. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, actually, actually, I know about the kid. That's, oh, that's, that's right. remember that. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. thing I was thinking is that he doesn't kill him until he finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah. How... Did Kevin Spacey know that she was going to be pregnant? Yeah. Probably tortured her and got the information. Yeah. No, probably, or he like, probably like cut her open and looked inside. I was, <laughs> what I mean I'm is that his joking. plan wouldn't have worked if she hadn't have been pregnant. Uh, well, no, I, think, I think Pitt think? probably would have shot him you anyway. You think he would have shot him yeah. anyway? Yeah. Yeah, you know what's yeah. so funny though? It's so funny that like the whole film was like, Oh, a cop loses it and shoots someone. Yeah, <laughs> who deserved it? Wow. Yeah, as if every other cop is just like, well, I hope this that never happens to me. The worst thing a police officer has ever done. Only yeah. in the wacky world of La La Land could something be conceived. Like that is literally something they would try and do. Like you know the Breonna Taylor case. They'd be like, she cut off my wife's head. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is that they easily could have just been like. Oh yeah, Kevin Spacey tried to run away. So oh, he he lunged for my gun. That yeah, like, yeah, it really yeah. isn't that big a deal. No, I think he's handcuffed the whole time. He's handcuffed yeah, oh, on his knees. Oh, yeah, look, unhandcuffed him, poured the spaghetti on him, and just been. They're like, they're two detectives. <laughs> they could the easily come up with a story of like, oh, he. Um, but there's witnesses, like the cops in the helicopter. Oh, like those helicopter you know guys. They would. Uh, those cops. They're gonna be like, oh no, we're going to the 
the press. Yeah. Cops can't do this. Do you think John C. McGinley's a whistleblower? Hundred <laughs> percent not. Yeah, that's why he quit the cops and became a doctor. He became dis- and then he did Scrubs. Yeah, because he couldn't handle the the police violence anymore. So anyway, let's get to the end. Yeah. That'd be great. Okay, you know yeah. how the janitor in Scrubs was in the Fugitive? Yeah. If <laughs> Doctor Cox was in every John C. McGinley movie. <laughs> Well, yeah. newbie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was in fucking Nam, <laughs> I had in a hole for three days. Uh, I worked in a radio station. <laughs> I was in Wall Street for a while. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway. Um, pit shoots him anyway. Pit, pit shoots him. No. But actually, you know, the, yeah, we forgot the little bit where uh, uh, Spacey says, um, uh, yeah, I want to, I killed your wife and the baby inside her. And that's when Brad Pitt learns that yeah, she was yeah. pregnant. And then Spacey's like, oh, he didn't know. Ha <laughs> ha, classic. Yeah. What a goof. It makes even better. <laughs> it gets me off even <laughs> more. But yeah, so Pitt shoots him then, now, kills him dead. The original ending yeah. was the original ending, yeah. cuts the black at the gun fu- at the gunshot. I thought that makes that would have been a perfect ending for the movie. I was the one that's, watching it. That's how everyone fought for that. Fincher okay. fought for that. Uh Freeman fought for it. It just ends there. Yeah, the bang. You don't even see it, actually, it go in, like... Okay. Yeah, it's just the bang cuts the black. Now, they tried it with a test audience, but they fucked up. Because in the test audience showing, the lights for the cinema went up as soon as it went black. Oh, right, right, right. So you didn't even get the sense of, like... You, you didn't get that moment to savor, like, what just happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, lights on, get out! <laughs> Everyone, get out! All right, move on, move yeah, along. It yeah. should have been, like, the Sopranos ending, where it's, like... 14 seconds of silence yeah, yeah, yeah is that yeah, the yeah. ending yeah yeah so they they were like studio was like hey they don't like it okay we've given you we gave you the head in the box ending okay yeah you gotta work just a little bit you did alien tree you gotta work with us okay right and um then they tacked on the little scene then so it but it's really not a lot it's just like brad pitt in the back of the car being driven away and then arlie emery and morgan freeman's like don't worry we'll take care of him and then your man goes to Morgan Freeman, where will you be? He says, I'll be around. Yeah. As if to yeah. indicate that he's not going to retire, he's going to stick around. Yeah, because he's been wanting to retire. Yeah, and everyone's yeah, like, you yeah. can't retire from but this. But then there's like, it ends with that last bit of, uh, who is it that he's quoting? Oh, I, I can't remember who it was, yeah. but the quote is, the world, is, was it Ernest Hemingway, I think? I'm I not, think it's Hemingway. I'm not too sure. And the quote is, the world is a beautiful place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Yeah, uh, that is Hemingway. And that, that is was Hemingway. The corniest yeah, fucking part of the corny. movie. Are you, very I corny. actually think I like it like that rather than cut the black. Really? Really? I well, look. If I was a studio guy, I think we'd go with this because hey, look, weirdos and artsy people might like to cut the black ending. Yeah. But we just got to give him a tiny little thing at the but, end. You know, we argu- just cut off a woman's head. Arguably, <laughs> it is a good character arc because the entire time Morgan Freeman is, this world is a horrible place and I just don't understand it anymore. Whereas at the end, it's kind of that little bit of voiceover means he comes to the realization that yes, the world is a horrible place, but you do still have to so it's, yeah. it's more struggle satisfying. and stay it's alive. It's like that one scene makes it like, it's a movie about Morgan Freeman's character as yeah. opposed to by the end of it, it kind of feels like a movie about Kevin Spacey's character. Yeah, yeah, Which is yeah. why we need the little extra bit at the end with Freeman just so it feels like it's Freeman's movie. Yeah, or and it is just I mean, maybe optimistic is the wrong world wrong word but it's not completely it has that slight little sliver of hope yeah. or light that and also just bad the, things happen but you just gotta get on with it and also know? just the, the idea of the fact that he's staying around yeah would make I think it'd be more satisfying if there was gonna be a, another scene that they're gonna shoot and just run out of money yeah of um I think this is gonna be the opening it was gonna be um 
Freeman buying a house in the countryside. Okay. And saying how like it's going to be like you got one more week left. Oh right, right. But I think right. that oh, would yeah. feel a bit too silly. Like I got one more week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when they had that uh, <clears throat> dialogue scene about like. Have you ever shot a man in action? And oh, I, yeah. one week away from retirement and everything, I thought that the movie was going to like set it up to be really, really corny. Yeah, yeah, that he'd have to shoot him or whatever. Hmm. Well, that was it. They ta- tinkered with that for like a minute or two. Yeah. The idea of like Freeman shoots him to that save him. That would be terrible to like be like, uh, no, I'm going to, it would be pretty bad. But the It's kind of like he's saving Brad Pitt in a way because if he kills him first or I something. think that would work because he's like, okay, I need to retire soon and I'm an old has-been cop. Yeah. This guy is the future. So yeah. if I I'm shoot gonna... this guy and I'm wrath, then he gets to carry on yeah. with his fucking yeah, yeah. career. Well, again, like people. the whole, it's so funny because like the whole, like it will ruin him. Uh, Pitt, let's be honest, okay. This will not affect Pitt's career whatsoever. <laughs> he's not going to be able to be a cop. Uh, yeah, because he's a pussy. Like, but like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, that's police, a real sin. Police, yeah. wife. Yeah. yeah, that's the real. <laughs> the sin. eight sin. Hey, he's not. A, he's not a bro. Yeah, he's not. But hardcore. in real life, okay. It, let's just say, like, if he somehow recovered from the Paltrow shooting. Yeah, I mean the Paltrow beheading. Okay, the, the head in a box. Fiasco, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, there's literally no. There's no way the police would be like, "You're off the force." Yeah. The, no jury would convict him. Would His they, wife's yeah. head got cut off. I mean, arguably, By a man the case could be made that uh, if he were to undergo psychological evaluation, he wouldn't be fit to do the job anymore. Well, look, he's not going to go to jail. It's like, no, he wouldn't go to jail. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. I think he'd get kicked off the force yeah. and be able to live his life. But his whole personality Ironically, is a guy. he gets a career uh, doing unboxing videos on YouTube. <laughs> he just gets really big doing Every that. time he's so scared. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Oh, it's a scented candle. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Smells like my dead wife's pussy. Ooh. All right. Ooh, Funko Pops. <laughs> but yeah. Nah, Who like... made these magic pussy rocks? <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, yeah uh, it's... it's uh, so that's the film. Yeah. Basically, yeah, that's the film. Seven. It's a good film. It's fun. You know, it's a little silly at times, but kind of, as you said, Matthew, you're so entertained by it. You don't really question it too much. You're just, uh, you're along for the ride, you know? Yeah. I, I would it. say, almost like you get this, almost like a tiny little Hitchcocky vibe. Yes, I so really got that. the silliness kind of works with it. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a Hitchcock. It's a little bit yeah. over the top because a movie like that is like too inherently silly to take seriously the full time. Yeah. Even taking it serious, the more seriously you take it, the more silly it's going to look. Yeah, yeah. And let's be honest, the whole thing of like, it's a killer and they're all based on the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's like probably 900 screenplays yeah. that are like that. that. exact premise. And yeah. none of them would ever, and like probably this one that was written it was never going to be like this well fincher like he yes, makes this exactly. into something yeah, yeah fincher yeah. is almost yeah because the, the, he elevates a lot of stuff yeah yeah like social network makes it better fucking fight club makes it better he takes yeah. like good source that's material true. well yeah. i think that's great. why social network's so good is because like sorkin scripts normally kind of annoy me a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah we, we were really saying that before we were recording yeah i yeah. think fincher was like i'm going to take the good bits out of this yes I think that's what, yeah, that is where his strength lies. He looks at the source material and says, there's really good stuff here. There's also some silly stuff. And I'm going to do it. I bet, do my best to kind of elevate the good stuff. And I think he does that very well. uh, Mostly, yeah. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. 
I it's Zodiac funny. could be another one. Zodiac's great. I was like, telling Matthew about Zodiac. I really want to watch. Oh Zodiac. yeah, I'd love to have you Zodiac. on again to talk Zodiac. But I think Zodiac would be like a three-hour podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's like a three-hour film, isn't it? Yeah, like that would half. be a good follow-up, though. I'd be willing to do that sometime. I'd do all the Finchers with you. Just yeah, oh, we should. Oh, you just kick is, me off. This is a yeah, backdoor yeah. pilot. No, for Fincher but you podcast. still use my house. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, guys, I really want to go to bed. Shut up. Shut up. We're doing Benjamin Button. You queer. Please, I'm so tired. Uh, yeah. We're talking about his Paula Abdul videos. <laughs> did he do a Paula Abdul video? He did like seven Paula wow. Abdul videos. Yeah. Who is she married to that I was just reading there the other day? Somebody I was surprised by. Oh, I'll never remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, why? Yeah, Fincher was going around for a while. He didn't need, he did camera work on like Return of the Jedi. No way, really. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a little kid. He was like helping out with the like, craft oh, I, I think services. He was not camera work. It was like uh, he was in the art design department or something like Maybe that. Maybe something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, giving yeah, hand jobs to, <laughs> you know, to uh, George Lucas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he was just getting the coke for Carrie Fisher. Like, yeah, he was the Ewoks <laughs> fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Fisher is. Uh, I know it's such a tangent, but Carrie Fisher's fucking like autopsy. Emilio Estevez. Sorry, that's who Paula Paul Abdul, Abdul was married, married to. Oh, anyway, cool. Uh, but yeah. Carrie Fisher's autopsy report had like it was like Vicodin and ecstasy and cocaine. It's like that bitch was in her sixties, and she like was on ecstasy on an airplane. It's like, yeah. what sixty year old does ecstasy on an airplane? Yeah, she's what a legend. <laughs> what well, uh, you know as well like someone was like Disney would probably like listen. Can you please stay alive for like five more months yeah. so we can film the last Star Wars? And then we don't give a fuck, okay? Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. kill yourself then. And she was like, I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm partying. When she died, I tried to do a joke, but nobody got it because like she died on a plane. So I was like, maybe they should call her Princess Layover. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work at all. It's really shit. But I thought it was genius. Yeah. I was like, yes. I'm I, going to the top, baby. It's one of those things you wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> you write it down. This is it. I'm going all the way to Fallon with this. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. Matthew's reaction as well. Kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no. That's the reaction it deserves. So, yeah, that's absolutely the reaction No, a single bit of enjoyment. Just like, oh, I've heard well, you. It's one of those things. There's weird how there's jokes Those are like definitely that. words you just said. Yeah. No, it's like everything about this is like a maths equation adds up to funny. <laughs> yeah. And yet, just right at the final hurdle, something yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Um, anything else? Oh, one little thing just for me. Oh, uh, it ends with a Bowie song. Does yes, it? a really good Bowie song. Yeah, from I the was... album Outside, which I'd recommend to everyone. It's his Wait, most underrated album. I've it... never listened to any of his '90s stuff. I thought it had a you bit should. of a Nine Inch Nails vibe yeah. to it. It was cool. Well, he toured with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, he became obsessed with uh, like a lot of those '90s bands, like Smashing Pumpkins and yeah. Uh, yeah. Sonic Youth. I actually, interestingly, like just saw him on like a video on YouTube. He's like, he was on stage with Placebo, and I was like, oh, what a yeah. weird combination. But yeah. like, I think they they're it's Placebo and David Bowie, and they're doing a, a cover of Heroes. Obviously, Bowie's singing mm-hmm. or whatever. But I was like, Placebo and Bowie. Yeah, but yeah I Bo- guess it kind of makes sense. Well, Bowie was great because he would like um, just embrace. What yeah. was big? He wasn't like, oh, I don't get this yeah, weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was always about experimenting yeah. and kind of, yeah. He tried to do everything. I think mean, yeah. he's done a little bit of like kind of hip hop stuff, like wrecking the early he did days. Rap. Oh. He did rap once. No, he didn't. Really? He did, yeah. yeah. What's the song? I think, in, in, I'm not joking. I think in the rap, he mentioned Sinn Fein. Nice, no way. Oh, yeah. man, that's great. Yeah. We gotta find this. Bowie oh, yeah. rapping about Sinn Fein. He mentions it. It's not. It's not, it's not like a full on like. This is what I think about. 
There's Irish a Chinese one. The IRA instead of Sinn Féin. The IRA, I would understand. No, no, no. It's it's uh, probably he mentions IRA and Sinn Féin. Okay, right, yeah. right, right. IRA it's, get mentioned in a few like early rap songs. Especially in 90s, they were so yeah. big. Yeah, the 80s and 90s. I, we were the ISIS of the day back then. No, we even get a mention of like we were die so hard. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they were like, yeah, is yeah. the IRA? And like, it probably is. Yeah, <laughs> this is classic IRA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the IRA always fly to America and take over a town. The Nakasami building. <laughs> Ah, we're here to take over Nakasami. <laughs> that would be great. Imagine if Jerry Adams tried that when he saw <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> okay. All right. Tell you what, guys. Yeah, let's well, end it. End but it there. a little teaser, okay? Go. I still, have, I still have to tell you about the Comey rule. Woo! Ooh, oh, I'm looking forward to that. Exciting. Yeah. Not. Oh. <laughs> Roasted. Oh, I'm Roasted. Like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Get me the spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of it. Uh, no <laughs> surprise let's, let's, there. Let's end it there. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.